Welcome to episode 123 of The Space In Between. And this is Phoebe Leona here. Um, we're, we've been back. This is our second week back after taking a little break. And what we're doing this month is celebrating the voices of Nomad because our theme this month is claiming your voice. And I want to remind all of us that your voice matters. Your voice, my voice, our voices matter. And in the midst of a lot of change, a lot of shifting, a lot of maybe overwhelming energy, and we can be with the distractions pulled off of our center to come back, to come back into your voice, come back into your your true alignment of who you are, who your soul called you into be, into this existence, to create. You are a creative being for you to create a world that we need. We need your, your creative energy to create this new paradigm, this new world. So that's what we're celebrating this month in September in Nomadland. And to go along with that, we will be hosting a five-day free virtual retreat, The Chaos Code. So this is all about reclaiming that space. And I've been kind of getting on my soapbox recently talking about this word chaos and how I use it too in that in that kind of negative way of feeling overwhelmed, feeling anxious, feeling like the distractions, the noise, feeling off our center, right? Because of the, this quote unquote chaos. But what if we remembered the essence of what chaos is? It's this formless matter, this formless state of being where all the energy that created the universe came in. Right. So what if we came back into that, that liminal space, that quantum field of possibilities where you can kind of melt yourself into that space and get quiet, get really quiet and see, this is where I feel that we're getting things sort of, if we have to say right or wrong, where we're not quite aligned or not kind of, as I said, wrong we're getting lost in the noise because it's scary to be quiet. It's scary to sit with ourselves. Yeah, all of the shadows, all of the demons, all of the all of the chatter that we don't actually want to hear. It feels scary so we allow all of that other stuff that we call chaos pull us out of that space. But what if we were bold enough? What if we were courageous enough? to really lean in to that quiet space and see there is something that your soul wants you to create, wants you to bring into this world. Something great, something magical, something that no one else can create except you. And so this is what our five-day retreat will be, an experience where you can kind of shed all of the layers of all the old stories that you've been telling yourself. We'll move around, kind of move the energy around and then get really quiet and go into inquiry and ask, is there something else that wants to be born within me? And then I'll give you some practices 
that will help you tap in to claiming that voice and creating a new story so that you can become a radiant storyteller. And so this five-day retreat will lead into an opportunity for you to claim your voice as a radiant storyteller. I'm so, so excited about this program. It feels in my bones like this is my life's work. Everything I've been working up until is for this program. And what it is, is a seven-month program. Well, you have the option to take it for a year, but it starts out as a seven-month program where I take you through an emotional recovery journey where we play with the shadow and the light emotions and make friends with them, invoke them, invite them in, release them, transform them in any way that feels suitable for you and your story. And then there is a a beautiful element of storytelling, which, which you've heard a little bit of Leah shared last week in her experience of another program. This is like the next step of what Leah's, what Leah was speaking to and what Jen will speak to a bit today too. It's the next step of this storytelling piece where we hold space for you. We hold a ceremony for you and your story. We move to your story. We dance. We free your story. We liberate. We create something new for you. And then what I'm really excited to announce is there's another opportunity. You can go through that program as is, but there's another opportunity. If you really want to claim that title of Radiant Storyteller, you will have an opportunity with our with Nomad and Grace Point Publishing to publish your own book, to publish your story, to get it out in the world so you are seen, you are heard, you are felt. I cannot believe it. It has been uh, so exciting to be able to hold that space for you. As I shared last week a little bit in the intro, um, my intention this year was really just to write my own story, to get my book published. And here I am. I've already released a multi-author book at month seven of this year. I'm about to release my own solo book at the end of this year, maybe early next year for reasons I will reveal soon. Um, and, and then I'm going to actually be able to start a press so that you, you right there, your voice that wants to be seen and heard and felt can have a platform. So if you're interested, there's a link in the bio, you or the description here, follow it, dive in, apply, find out more, reach out to me if you have some questions and we will go on this journey. But for now, let's go on a journey with Jen. Here we are, episode number 55 of The Space In Between. And today I'm with a nomad teacher, Jen. Hey, hello. I'm Jen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. And um, we are here today in, um, actually the space I'm staying in is Jessica, another nomad teacher. I'm living with her. And we're looking out at the snow. I know. It's not like icy anymore. It's actual big snowflakes. It's beautiful. It is really beautiful. But I'm grateful that you came over today and despite the snow coming down. I know. I'm I'm happy to be here. Thank you. I am happy to have you here and let's um let's talk about how you are here. So okay. do you want to talk about your little nomad journey? 
Yes, I do. Um, So you and I met, I think it was 2018, like summer of 2018, Mm -hmm. prior to Costa Rica for you, right? Is it Costa Rica or Belize? Hmm. I think it was Belize and then I went to Costa Rica. Yeah. So in between that. So I was... I was um, attending Alma Yoga, so that was like my studio. I loved going there and taking yes. classes. And you had done the, it was like a fly series. Do you remember that? We were doing arm balances and yes. some sort of workshop. And I lucked out and took the very last class. I didn't realize that was the last yes. of. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, it was after Bali. It was after Bali, and it was we were doing the 300 hour, the first 300 hour, and you came to the That's last. That's right. Class. Yes, and I remember yep. you mentioning it, and I had told you that we were military. Yeah, my husband's military, and I was really interested in teacher training, yep. but I just missed it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh darn. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll probably never see her again. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, I, I was interested. Knew. Yeah, I was, was interested. 2017. I'm just oh, was it yeah, putting the timeline together. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was 2017. And okay. I do, it was interesting too, because I had all of these other military people coming into my life, like a flood of you all. Right. And I was like, this is interesting. And I met you and yeah, you probably thought you were never going to see me again. I was like, yeah, I'm going to see her again. Yeah. I knew see, it. You just have this like little magical knowledge. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I continued um, practicing at Alma Yoga and one of the teachers that was there, Keith, yep. and he had been in the class that night too. Yeah, he graduated. He and his wife, Lori. Yeah. They, um, I can't remember how it came up in conversation, but I had been cleaning in trade for taking classes at Alma and, um, Lori had mentioned like, Hey, you're really good at this yoga thing. You know, you should be a teacher. And then I was kind of like tell between my legs, like I've already taken 200 hour. Like I am a yoga teacher. I just don't tell people. You're a closet yoga teacher. (laughs) Yeah. And I I am. And, and I think it was just like a a self, I don't know, like a self-esteem thing, like not feeling like I could do it. Mm. If that makes sense. I feel like I needed more knowledge, and that's why I was asking you about the 300-hour. Yeah. And so, and so Keith was like, hey, you should do this Nomad thing. It's really cool, and it's coming up. So I guess a good year later about. Yeah. And so I did. We, we communicated through email, and I couldn't remember, like, is this the same person? Yeah. I just remember not being sure, and we okay. saw each other at the coffee shop, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's the balancing arm lady. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And so that's how we connected again. Um, and that's how I got on the nomad train, I, I guess that. you'd call it. The nomad train. <laughs> yep. The crazy uh, train of nomad. It's fun, though. I love it. it it's is fun. fun. So, so, yeah. So, and you did your 200-hour in... Do you want to share what you yeah, did that? Yeah, so I did that in Colorado Springs. I actually had just had a baby, so I yeah. had it my third baby and thought this was a great time to do this. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I would not, I don't think I would ever suggest that to anybody unless you're, you know, I mean, it depends on what you're going through, I guess. Yeah. And so it was something I needed at the time. But thinking back, I don't know how I did it either because my husband was working full time and yeah. was sometimes gone for trainings. And this okay. was Colorado Springs for us. Um, and I was going to school part-time with two little kids and a new grandbaby. And I thought, yeah, so the military will puts out for spouses, um, a program called my CAA, 
what the acronyms stand for. I have no idea anymore. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> There's so many acronyms to the military. There and are. You, they pretend like everyone knows what they are. I feel like yep, they rattle them off. Someone has a paper somewhere, right? I know. <laughs> Uh-huh. Somewhere there's like a yellow pages of like the acronyms of the military, and I just don't have that yet. So, <laughs> 14 years later, okay, that makes me feel good because I mean, I'm trying my best when yeah. Amy and Jess are talking and try, but I mean, I'm like, okay, jot that down and exactly. try to remember. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, yeah, so my CAA, and it's it's a scholarship for military spouses so they can continue their education. Yeah. So it can be anywhere from like universities to even like trade school or certifications. Yeah. And so they had it opened in Colorado Springs where um it was Core Power is the studio that I went through or the the business, I guess I'll say. Um and they were offering that and it, it just was something that popped out to me because I'd been practicing for about two solid years at that point. Like okay. that was what I did to move. Yeah. And I thought, well, why not? Like yeah. I just had a baby. Why not? Why not? <laughs> just throw that into the mix. Why not? Because that's who that's I am, awesome. is I always just throw things into the mix and try yeah. it. So I like it. Yeah. We have that we um as nomad, because you know we do the teacher training at uh, West Point, we also have the MyCAA. Um, MyCAA, yeah. yeah. So just anyone out there who's I interested. Know. I I tried to get it for my my second time around. Yes. But there are credentials. So for those that are interested, MyCAA, just look that up and, and see what the credentials are or like the yeah the points, bullet points that they have on their website. Um, but yeah, you, it's awesome. It was such a great program. And if you can take advantage of it, I definitely would say too. Yeah. So... I do too. And Nomad's on there for West Point's yeah. teacher training. Not to plug it into this, but yeah, the West Point teacher training that's happening in January. Exactly. So you did your teacher training uh, in Colorado Springs. Yes. Um, how many years ago was that? Um, that would have been 2013. Okay. So. And then you guys went to Seoul. Yeah. So in 2014, almost okay. a year later. Oh my gosh. I know. It's once I put into perspective, all these things. So about a year later, we moved to Korea. So Seoul, Korea. And we were there for about three years. So With all three kids. All three kids. And (laughs) And homeschooling. And homeschooling. (laughs) Homeschooling. And you were teaching yoga, right? Well, I was only teaching at the units there. So not not studio, but Yeah. yeah. So I would, I only taught maybe, was it once a week? I'm trying to remember if it was once or every other week. Okay. Um, but the commander there had noticed that there were people, a lot of their soldiers were on profile, which means that they have a lot of injuries or um, a profile is what a soldier can get so they don't have to go through the physical um, trainings or yeah. the PT sessions in the morning. And so he wanted to try and see if yoga would help. And so it was really cool. I have somewhere a paper that I still need to bring to you to show, but he yeah. he himself did the math of it to see like statistic wise of like what changed from how many profiles or soldiers on profiles to after a year of doing yoga yeah. and how drastically it went down. Um, we need to get that to Jessica and Amy. Yeah. 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 But it, it was it was really neat. It was one of my favorite experiences as a yoga teacher because first of all, I mean you have these men and women that are just like ready to move. Mm-hmm. Like they're ready to do something. Yeah. 
And um, I would bring, so I don't do this all the time now with military, but I brought a big boom box okay. with me. <laughs> and I asked what their favorite songs were, and we played it. So with okay. core power, it's, it's power yoga, yeah. right? And so that's what we intended to do is we did power yoga. I would bring my music with me, blast it on the field or wherever it was that we were at to it. drown out the people that were doing other drills around us. Okay. And then we would just get moments where at the end, they just got to lay there, to be yeah. there in Shavasana, to have their breath and movement or their moment of meditation. Yeah. And just to see that difference and the big smiles on the faces after, like yeah. it, it made me really proud to be a part of this, like oh. proud to have a purpose. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was for a few years and then you moved here to New York. Yes. Yep. And that's when you started this little journey through yeah. and then Nomad. and Yeah. Yeah. And you did your 300-hour just a year ago. I think you were graduating around this time. Yeah. Because we, we had our summer sol or no, excuse me, winter solstice celebration at Cosm. Mm -hmm. And so that was like our graduation, like, woo-ha. I don't know and what you call it. we get to do it again. <laughs> we do. And that's coming yeah. up and we get to celebrate our 200-hour Nomad trainees that are okay. training with you right now yeah they're so. graduating soon yeah. so and then I love having what it's turning into is having these graduates of nomad graduates coming back and you all co-creating together yeah. yeah and get to get to just cheer them on because we remember yeah all the hard work and like all, yeah. all of the things and all the I just remembered I, I was sitting down talking with one of and the trainees right now, Jennifer mm. or Jen, yeah, talking about like how much knowledge you get through the courses, yeah. and it's so great. But you, we need time to now like sit and settle. And yeah. I told her like it's okay, like that is normal. That is, yeah, <laughs> you know. And it's There's it's so a much. beautiful thing when you get that moment of like sitting down and really letting it soak in. Yeah, so I'm Aww. excited for them. I am too, and I love how you and you know Emily and Aaron and Jessica have also been. They're, you know, mentoring them throughout it too, you know, even if it's just them coming to your class or, you know, a couple of them have assisted me in some of the sessions. So yeah. I think that's really important for, for them to see you all kind of doing what, what they're aspiring to do already. Yeah. And it's made our community, like, I feel like it's really developed, yeah. at least since I've been a part yeah. of this, it's really developed the nomad community, community. So. Yeah. Well, and I, I, and I've said this to you, we all had the nomad dinner a couple of weeks ago and just, you know, we set out on this nomad journey. You know, I did probably six years ago. It's formally five years. Um, but you know, I started the intention six years ago and then we launched it five years ago. And I think it, it really is. It's like finally coming to fruition. Mm -hmm. You know, it, the past two years of doing the teacher trainings, it's slowly building. And now what you're about to do, which we'll talk about in a moment, is um, is really solidifying it. You know, I had set out to do this uh, online studio we launched in 2015, mm -hmm. and we did it up until last year, right before your teacher training started. Right. Uh, and I just thought, okay, I can't go into another teacher training, switch this, you know, website over and do these other projects that I wanted to do, such as the podcast and um the movement 109 but I just I didn't I couldn't keep going with the online studio there's just way too much maintenance so I put it aside yeah and then here you come along <laughs> <laughs> someone that yeah 
so I, in March, after doing our teacher training, yeah. I kind of, I took that time to just soak in all that knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw, I, it's funny, I, I'm one of those people I tend to like, look at everyone around me, right? Or look at the people that have been around me and be like, okay, like now you need to like get off your butt and do something because everyone else is working around you. Aww. And I know that's like, I, that's something I'm working on in myself of that expectation. Mm. But seeing Jess and um, Amy and Cece, like really taking what they learned from yoga mm. and taking off with it and Carla as well and yeah. Diane and, and Leanne, like all these ladies doing some cool things, yeah. you know, and I kind of, I think it was just my own expectation of myself. Okay. Like, okay, now what? what? I, I know, yeah. now what, right? And so as I sat with it, I decided to kind of create a little online platform. I guess I was just, I started on Facebook. Yeah. And I wanted my friends and family to get a chance to do my yoga. And from that point, like I could kind of foresee like this is going to go somewhere. I, I'd like for this to go in a place where I can move my practice with me. I can move my teachings with me. Yeah. But it was really hard to come to that idea of like only having a website of just my own teachings. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. gets really boring to see your face over and over and over and like yep. with the editing of videos. And I, I, I know that there's a teacher for everyone out there when mm -hmm. it comes to yoga. And that's not me. I'm not a teacher for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't make me be that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so when you had mentioned that, you know, we had a mentor uh, meetup and mm -hmm. you had mentioned this, you know, I love that you do things very subtly of like, oh, hey, by the way, we had this, you know, if you're interested, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> and it really sat with me. Like I thought about it and I thought like, my God, like we have this collection of women that we have different like facets of yoga and different facets of like nutrition mm -hmm. and just the things that these women can create. If mm -hmm. we can have one spot to share, like how amazing is that? Yeah. You know? And I thought that would be really cool. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I just was <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> I don't know what I just yeah. jumped into, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. And you are doing it. I, yeah, I love it too, because that's, what I had always envisioned for nomad, you know, we, um, I've been very purposeful and not having it yoga, you know, nomad yoga or whatever yeah. of just always having new experiences on and off the mat. Mm -hmm. And I had always had this vision of it going off and off the mat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I didn't ever express that to you. Oh. Um, you know, and what we had primarily on, on the online studio because you hadn't even seen it I don't think no I, I had never heard about it or seen it before yeah. that meeting yeah because I think by the time yeah you started your teacher training I had gotten rid of it by the yeah. end of September last year and I only knew you as the arm balance lady so you knew me as arm balance lady <laughs> not even as nomad <laughs> so yeah. arm balance lady arm balance yeah lady. So we had lots of arm balance tutorials yes uh, practices. And then I started shifting more and more to these no called nomad talks. Yeah. And so they were, you know, different meditations and just little Dharma talks and, you know, um, but I had really wanting to take it off the mat, you know, more and more. And I just loved how you, after we talked in the mentor meeting and you just kind of cr created what I had and envision, but we never had the conversation about it. Yeah. You just already saw how, you know, Aaron teaches chair yoga and Jessica has this, you know, um, coaching cooking. business and Aaron. cooking. Yeah. yeah. So she's bringing the Ayurveda and you were already seeing these 
pieces and what the teachers we already have, right? Yeah. Um, that weren't just, you know, going through the nomad training and teaching what I like regurgitated to you all. You all have really made it your own. Yeah. Um, so I love that you saw that and yeah. you are just picking it up and yeah. owning it, you know, really owning it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's work. We're both working. Yeah. It. It's not just me. Phoebe is doing a lot. <laughs> She's doing all the stuff that I don't know how to do yet. Okay. I'm going to teach you so that. I don't have I to do know. it <laughs> Exactly. And I'm, I'm excited to learn. Yeah. But it, yeah. Yeah. So you are, so, um, yes, that's kind of a big project for you. Yeah. And yeah, just to kind of go back, what you were saying was you wanted to have this sort of platform because you're still, your husband's still in the military, so he is, Correct. and you might even be moving again. Yeah, we're in that limbo stage. Yeah. The military will know what that means, yeah. but limbo stage of, we're going to find out come January if we're moving again or not. So, yeah. yeah. And so anybody who doesn't know the military community, you move how often? Um, it can be anywhere from two to three years, yeah. normally, okay. for a duty station. Yeah. yeah, so that can be a bit unsettling, you know, in a yeah. lot of ways. Yeah, and especially when it comes to any type of job, like yeah. any type of job, education, whatever it is that yeah. you're in the middle of, you don't have a lot of time to develop connections or, I mean, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think this is a great, and this is what I love too for myself and for all the other nomad teachers out there is that you all can have this thread, right? Whether you do stay in the Hudson Valley or you do get, you know, move somewhere else, you'll still have this connection to your students, right? You'll always be there because you're always at home. Yeah. You're always, you're always um, available mm -hmm. uh, in that sense. Yeah. So. And I thought I, when I was sitting with this and like thinking about it, yeah. Um, the name of Nomad, like mm -hmm. <laughs> the community of our Nomad. I mean, we you are set up mostly in Hudson Valley, but it's spreading. Like, yeah. you can see it, the name itself, like you said, coming to fruition. Yeah. Like, this is a, a Nomad environment, but I love that it's intertwining of the, of the connection between relationships of community. I'm um, still having that home, like our yeah. yoga home with one another, even though we know like, oh, we're moving apart. Like Amy's going to Germany, you yeah. know? And Yeah. So. And I don't know if you, you I think you met Colleen, but Colleen yeah. is, yeah. And, and Major Kent, Liz Kent. She, I don't know if you met her either. I didn't. But they, yeah, they're both in, um, I think Colleen's also in North Carolina, but they're also down south. And yeah, so they're all, spreading out. Yeah, if you see moving, yeah. Allie will be moving. Yeah. Like we just have people moving. And it's, yeah. you know, in the military, we're used to it. It's not quite a sad thing. <laughs> but anytime I meet someone that doesn't understand that life, they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I can't be friends with you now. <laughs> yeah, but then you can but continue to respond. Yeah. Yeah, through, yeah. And, you know. We want to be offline as much as possible, but we can still have that connection online. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just, I'm so grateful that you came into my life. Yeah. Even though it was just our balance lady for a period of time. Um, yeah, I think that what you're doing is exciting and it's definitely going to rejuvenate our little tribe. And, mm -hmm. and I think what you were saying too about what community, you know, the importance of community is what I felt was lacking in owning a studio. You know, I ran a yoga program for a period of time and, yeah. and you didn't really do too much in the studios, but maybe you yeah. sensed it was hard to you know, build up yeah. the 
I don't know what the right word is, but for the teachers to always, you know, because like the camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, because they're all moving. I mean, the little that you did teach in studios, you were teaching at a couple, right? Yeah. And it was, I mean, as yoga teachers, you don't, you don't really get ever see each other, first of all. So your coworkers, you hardly ever interact with unless it's like a text of like, hey, will you sub for me? (laughs) Like, we don't really get to have oftentimes of, it's kind of a lonely job being a yoga teacher because you don't, you're an independent contractor for the most part, usually. Yeah. You don't get to really have much interaction besides what you're teaching in the studio. Yeah. And then a lot of the time people just want to leave class. So you're not like (laughs) having an adult conversation after either. So it's, it, it, I think what we are doing, what we'll continue to do is to build that, you know, yes. being able to have our nomad teacher meetings once a month so that you all can have that platform and connect. Yeah. Um, and then having the online studio for our students so that they, wherever, whether they're still in the Hudson Valley or they're traveling exactly. or they move somewhere else, they can still stay connected yeah. to you all. And we were, and I love that we're going to try and add some elements to it so that our students are the members of Nomad Online have chances to develop that relationship with mm-hmm. us. We'll have like our own Facebook group to kind of connect there to ask questions, yeah. to make comments. Um, so that they can be a part of our nomad family as well. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. I think it's cool. Okay. We are done plugging that. Oh, yes. But um, <laughs> Because we have other reasons why you're here today. Yes. But, uh, but we will say that it's being launched January 6th. Yeah. So January 6th, 2020 is our launch date, meaning like that is... The doors are open, the videos will be all nice and organized and available. Um, yeah. But and we'll be adding more yet. Every yes. Month, but, yeah. Um, and then that's also the launch of the next Movement 109. Yeah. Uh, but we have, because by the time they're listening, this will be on launch, this will be heard on Tuesday. Yeah. We're still going to have our, um, what is it called, Cyber Monday special? Yep, Cyber Monday special um, until December 5th. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So <laughs> as you're listening to this, we both kind of make things up as we go along and we just check in. We're not making this up. We talked about this. There's a text I can show you. <laughs> so December 5th is our cutoff date. So if you go on right now, um, before that due date, you'll get to get um, our yearly membership, which is awesome. Like, yeah. I think it's great because if you do the math, it's like less than a yoga class a month. Like, yes. It's a ridiculous price. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I think it's great. So at the annual price, you're also getting the Movement 109, one session of that six-week six course, week. Yeah, right? six-week course, yeah. Of the Who Are You Becoming, which yeah. is phenomenal. Like, it's it's definitely one of its kind. I got to do it the first session with you guys. Yeah. And if you are one to look at, if you're really just trying to figure out what that next step of life is, whether you're having a transition or you're about to hit one, um, I would definitely suggest it. So there's your plug for that. But Thanks. and yeah. there's a lot of community involved because we have the weekly yes. calls there too. And yeah, some intentions. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and also we can give that if you want to give the gift of self care and self love, that would be a great gift. Exactly. So okay, done plugging. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep plugging though this <laughs> it'll keep happening it will, but not, it will not continue here. yeah not it will here. continue to happen but uh why I invited you here in the snowy day was because we're also in the middle of our 40 days of gratitude yeah 
And yeah, I wanted to share the world you um, first Hi. of all because I'm great. <laughs> I am grateful for you in so Aww, many ways. Thank you as a teacher, as a human being, as a friend. Thank you. Um, and all the other roles that you are. Uh, so, but I wanted to have the space for you to share what you're grateful for. Uh, yeah. Okay. So what are you grateful for today? Oh or? gosh, I'm grateful for a lot of things, but I'm, thank you yeah. for your words. Like I am so grateful for you. I'm grateful for a nomad family. Like I said, like being in the military, it's hard to develop connections and relationships. And so I'm really thankful for that. Um, I have, I brought with me a little gratitude box <laughs> and I was debating I which one, the, the letter that keeps popping into my mind is my grandma. And it really isn't like, sh so while I was in Korea and while I've honestly been married and moving, my grandma has had written me diligently. She's since okay. passed since then. But, okay. um, was this your mom's or your dad? This is my dad's mom. Okay. Um, I think what echoes in her letters is a lot of the time it's like, oh, today was a good day. Like the plant fell over, <laughs> like <laughs> cute little things that were just so important to her. Um, this letter that I'm holding in my hand from the box, it talks about when, um, my papa, her husband, um, mm -hmm. he was, he had had a stroke and it was really difficult for her to watch him okay. kind of redevelop, um, walking, talking. Like I can't imagine being in that situation. Right. Yeah. Um, and they had been together. They'd been together for years. Yeah. You know, I don't, to be honest, I don't know the dates. <laughs> Talk about me not years. even remembering two years ago. I can't remember my grandparents' dates, but a lot of years. Um, but the thing that I, I love is that my grandma was always so grateful. Like she was such a, an emblem of gratitude. Mm -hmm. Um, um, in her letter, she talks about just having to watch him and see him do these things, these really hard things and how hard it was for her to watch that. Mm. But then talking about how grateful she was that she even had that moment, like to be there. I think it was, you know, and, and I can, I think all of us have a point where we realize what's most important in our mm. life. Right. Yeah. Um, when we like the quote that was on our nomad site of like gratitude is when Oh gosh, I'm going to botch it. That's okay. <laughs> but mostly Let's it's see what gratitude you... is when, um, like when, when the things around you are enough, mm -hmm. right? Like yeah. that's real gratitude, which makes sense. I mean, mm -hmm. I think we all have things that we're like, oh, I'd really, it'd be nice if I had this and, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm hitting that Christmas list time with my oh, kids already. And yeah. it's crazy how big of a list they oh. think they're going to get, first of all, yeah. <laughs> and then how it grows. But it's made me really realize in these letters that I got from my grandma and just even when I was far distances like I laughed because she was adamant even though we had a military address she wanted to buy Korean stamps so that she could send it to our Korean house okay even though she could just like mail it as a U.S. post oh okay sorry yeah that's, that's so cute <laughs> she was adamant and then I remember um telling her we were gonna move soon and she was really mad she hadn't used her stamps up <laughs> <laughs> I told her I'd give her an address so she could do that if she wanted to write to her neighbors. But um, that was her concern. Like, these are her concerns. And, like, maybe in life we think maybe that's unimportant or not. But yeah. but really it's not. Like, these, these simple things in our life are probably what I'm most grateful for. And that was – I learned that from my grandma, you yeah. know, is to just be able to sit and watch my kids play. Yeah. Like – 
just being able to like have moments where I, I was telling Phoebe earlier that my husband cooked Thanksgiving. Booyah, shout out to hubby. But um, <laughs> just being able to sit and watch that, like watch him be so proud of himself. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I think I'm most grateful for is those little simple things that I think I take for granted a lot. So, yeah, we do. I, I agree with you. I think that, I think when we, um, I would be curious to know what she was like when she was younger and if she was always like that. Yeah. Cause I feel like when we get older, we, cause I, I mean, not that I'm old, right. But I definitely feel like just even the past few years, all of that other stuff that was just so unnecessary right. that I would get worried about or, you know, the expectation of having something that wasn't enough, as you just said, yeah. um, and not being so grateful because I didn't have that X, Y, and Z yeah. um, has sort of shed, started to shed away. And I know it came a lot from this practice and life. And yeah. a bit in time too, but I'm curious to know if grandma, your grandma, is that what you called her grandma? Yeah. Grandma. Uh, if she <laughs> was always like that or if it came with, you know, the wisdom came as, you know, through time and right. like, experiences. I know. That's a good question. I actually had asked if, if there were other letters when she was younger or journals and okay. we haven't had, the, we haven't found them yet. Okay. I don't know if, if a sibling has them or her, one of her children may aunt or uncles have him but um her journals Ooh. wouldn't that be cool so yes, she wanted to no. be a writer though oh, okay. so she actually wanted to be a writer when she was younger interesting yeah and so talking to her about that because I remember as a teenager she told me this story about she had really wanted to be a writer and she had helped edit I think for a local newspaper at some point okay. and she had dabbled in like in high school's modeling like she was beautiful like she was like a what is it, Betty Davis? Like big eyes, oh, beautiful, dark yeah. haired, <laughs> just a gorgeous lady. She knew her. She knew. I yeah. know. She she just is gorgeous. And I yeah, I kind of I kind of hope there's something out there that she wrote yeah. just to read it. I know journals would be kind of <laughs> I uh, well no, I mean I, I'm always curious. I'm like, ooh, I want to read their journal when they die. But when I think about like people Don't die reading my TV. yeah. <laughs> where's her journal <laughs> I'm really sad that they're gone but where's their journal no but because it is it's like opening up somebody's world that they never shared yeah right? but that also freaks me out I'm like I have had thoughts because I have my journals <laughs> in a certain place that I won't tell anybody but if I die I'm like oh I have thought about like sh I should burn these before I die <laughs> Aww. And I know I'm going to die. I might want to burn these. That's okay. I was actually... All my secrets. I've been sifting through my journals, so I, I'm not taking... I normally am taking classes um, just to get through school, I guess. I don't know. But um, And I'm at this place where I don't have as much work. I don't have yeah. any school right now. So I was taking out my journals and reading through them, and I thought the same thing. Like, do I yeah. want my kids to see, like, when I was right. in love with JTT or, like... <laughs> Do I really need them to hear like these horrible things I wrote about my parents when I was a teenager? Right. Like, don't give them I, ideas. I know. Yeah. I need to pick and choose. I don't know how to do that. So I'm, I'm kind of I'm sifting through it. Yeah. So we'll see. So are you actually throwing things away, 
or pulling out pages? Um, <laughs> I have pulled out some pages. I haven't burned them or anything. Like, so I don't know if I'm just gonna like write a transcript of my <laughs> or just like make a video. Mom was crazy. <laughs> the Before end. you read this, oh my I gosh. actually, so for my kids, I have little separate journals for them so that I have in little boxes for them. You and so and them. so I've written in them since they were little oh. and so I wrote like I remember my daughter she for some reason we didn't get her a doll until she was like two years old this poor child okay. and so one of the reasons mm -hmm. we did is because and I was reading this a couple weeks ago to her to her is she had taken a broom and put little hair clips all over it and was walking around <laughs> with a broom <laughs> Oh, baby. I know. But I, so those memories Jeez. I write. Yeah. yeah. So I'll write those little memories or I'll write about that. something that they did or insert a little note that they made me. So they have that. That's, they can keep that and they yeah. can not have to read about JTT. So <laughs> <laughs> I think those are way more important than oh that. <laughs> That's, I love that you do that. Yeah. They're going to be so grateful. Right now they might be doing the eye roll thing. Like they actually they love it. Good. They'll, they'll, okay, ask, good. they'll ask me to read from their book because we awesome. write in the funniest things or like, okay, good. or even like we have some of the hard days. Like I'll write down like, hey, today was a really so you hard write day. <laughs> Sometimes or when they're older now. We do, but okay. when they were little, I would write like today was a really hard day. Like okay. I could not get you to eat blank. Wow. And I wish I knew better what to do as a mom. Like that was how I wrote it. But I love it. that was me of like I'm I'm just gonna say this to my kid. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't say mean things, but just Yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. I love that. I would be so interested to go back and read that if I if I had that experience yeah. they're going to be so grateful they're it sounds like they are grateful now and they'll be so yeah. grateful I'm sure when they're teenagers they'll hate it yeah like yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah it like writing it and that's what I've been thinking about is like really though like what do if I leave if I will one day I'll leave <laughs> when I'm gone yeah like what is it that I want to leave with my family you yeah. know and I want them to know that first I'm grateful for them we'll go back to this mm -hmm. gratitude I'm grateful that they're the most important part of my life um and then I can write to them instead right yeah so um we don't have to go there but there's yeah. been a lot of transformation for you this past year yeah and I think that um you know they're probably seeing that for you you know you're going through it and there you've been very open and honest in social media yeah um and you know so I'm sure you've been open and honest at home so I'm sure it might be kind of hard and confusing for them yeah and so I think that's really powerful that you have you know you're creating this connection that's just between the the two you know you and the, the and one child, child and each child yeah uh, and and they'll 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 really value that, you know. Yeah, that's what that's what I think is that. Yeah. And in reading, um, I do have like access to. My dad had given me some letters he wrote to his parents when he'd been on um on a mission when he was younger, and then um I have some excerpts from my mom's journal. She's the same, like she's taking out things and giving me the things that she's okay with, which I don't blame her. I would, yeah. that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, I, I really want to write to them though. Like I want them to know who they were first of all. Okay. Right. And then it's like from my perspective, but yeah. <laughs> they'll fall, they'll fill in the holes later. But that's, yeah, but that's all it is. Right. I think 
I've been thinking this is welcome to my brain, That's but okay. I, I mean, I think that that is a truth, right? Your perspective is a truth yeah. and they have their own perspective of themselves yeah. and that's their truth. Yeah. Right. And we all have these just different, um, different perceptions, right? So we can't all be seeing it from one angle. Right. We all have different angles that we're viewing this yeah, one yeah. person per being, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's really beautiful. And hope that you get to do that for them yeah, yeah i'm i'm looking forward to it it's something that i'm hoping to stay consistent with so yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah, yeah i think the i have i won't go into too much detail but i found <laughs> i found when i was living with my grandmother i found her journals when oh, she wow. was a little i don't know like a little girl probably like a teenager okay she had a crush on a boy she'd always write him and put the heart around it sorry grandma you're probably listening to this (laughs) we've all done that though i know but she might not have known that i actually found those oh (laughs) and i know she'll be listening um so yeah but i you know i did i thought oh that's so sweet and cute and innocent and uh, and then I found one, one of my mom's journals another time too. And I, we have the same handwriting. So oh, I wow. remember reading it and I was like, this didn't happen to me. And then I realized <laughs> this Church. is my mom's journal. Aww. Okay. I put, uh, was starting to put things together. I was like, what? Yeah. So, um, but I haven't, they haven't actually handed over things like that to me. Yeah. I just found them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're snooping through people's things. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And then I'm thinking, okay, you Aww. snooped through my stuff. Right. <laughs> that's the, that's the plan of the parent, snooping through things. No, not really, but that. Or the child <laughs> snooping through the parents. Thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I would agree. And that's a, a wonderful tool, I think, for any parent. Mm-hmm. If they're looking at how can they be more connected to their kids and leave a little legacy um, for yeah. them, you know, to remember them whenever yeah. that day comes. I love that, yeah, that and gift. I, that I was thinking, like, even just for, for those that aren't parents, too, of, like, writing... I mean, keep your journal, right? Mm-hmm. Like keep your, keep your secret things and yeah, cause it's important. It's yeah. important to get it out. But I think also maybe writing that maybe a book or maybe a page of like what I want to leave, you know, yeah. for that person that reads this, like, this mm-hmm. is what I want to be remembered as. The lessons. Yeah. Pass on to them. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on the snowy day well i i love the power of handwriting too yeah i think that's really important um i agree because we do get so trapped in the technology and writing texts and <laughs> emails and social media posts and a lot of people use that as their own journal they do which yeah. i do as well but i think that there is something very powerful to go back into that book and yes. really have it that really that intimate experience of experiencing yourself and not yeah. for the likes or the comments no. or to be seen by anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm learning to do I, I still have my journal, but I actually am starting now to do a little aspect and we'll go into maybe another podcast okay. once later. But I've been starting to share and make a journal of my own transition. Okay. As I leave from one faith and try to find another. Okay. So, 
and that's oh. that's for the sake of not likes <laughs> yeah that's for sake of like hey you're not alone and yeah. I think sometimes we need that as well yeah so. oh definitely that that is what I I mean I get caught up in the likes and all of that because we have a business it's a business I know but it's relationship building I'm but it is. You, it, but that is it. always my intention <laughs> and I always ask myself on social media before I post anything is this necessary yeah, right what exactly. is this intention what is, is it, it that, yeah for that of, you know, you are not alone. Yeah. I'm not, maybe it's confirming that I am not alone sometimes. Yeah. But then it's also that I'm putting this out there because that other person reading it knows that they're not alone. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I love that we just went on to this whole other little journey. It happened. It always happens. I didn't cry once. Are you proud of me? Um, I'm a crier, so no, I'm, a, I'm a big crying good. person. Now I want to like poke you and oh, start. Oh gosh, please don't. Cry a little bit. Um, do you have anything else to share? I don't think so. A big thank you. Thank you for those that listen. Thank you for the Nomad family. And like, we couldn't do any of this, right? We can't do anything if no one's willing to take part, to experience, to trust us on yeah. their yoga or whatever movement. Yeah, you know. Yeah, their inner journey. I mean, we are, uh, we're so, I'm, I'm so grateful that we get to be a part of their inner, you know, if you're listening, well, you are listening. They are listening. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like the tree falling in the woods. I know. Yeah. <laughs> People are listening. Don't yeah. Worry. So if you're here and you hear this, you are listening, um, that we get to be a part of your own inner journey. And as we're going on through our own inner journey, And I think the more that we go deeper and we realize that we have this community that is uplifting us and elevating us, uh, we get to go deeper and deeper. And I was actually writing my journal about that today. (laughs) It's like journal. We should call this like the journaling. I don't know. Just kidding. I'm not good at names. So we'll keep. Yeah. Well, I haven't figured out the title (laughs) for it yet. There's my my one insert of social awkwardness, Jen. There you go. (laughs) Let's keep that. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank thank you, Phoebe. Thank you. Thank you for being here and being the human that you are. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) I'm grateful for you. Bye, Nomad. I hope you enjoyed our time with Jen. I always do. And, And it was really wild to listen to that. There was so much that had happened. We We sat down and talked, I think that was almost two years ago. I think that was December of 2019 before we all, all of our lives changed just a few months before all of our lives changed with the pandemic and so much more. And so it was nice to kind of listen to her and and hear her words before all of that. And we've all been through so much, you know, Jen was, and she's a nomad teacher. She's a movement 109 facilitator She's our nomad team, and she was the one, if you joined us in our global retreat in the midst of the pandemic, she was the one who brought it all together for us. She is such a pivotal, um, such an important piece of our our collective, and I just love having her in our group and would love for you all to meet her if you come and join our membership when we reopen in October or if you want to dive into our program. Remember, we have a five-day virtual retreat, The Chaos Code, where you can, it's all free. You're going to join us in Zoom and I'll be offering practices so that you can claim your voice and start to step into this, this role of the Radiant Storyteller. And then if you'd like to continue and get your book published, you have the opportunity to join the Radiant 
Storyteller program, which will launch October 4th. We're taking applications now. There's an opportunity to sign up before the retreat begins and get an extra discount. So there's a link here. Go ahead and follow it. Apply. Figure it out. We want you here. We want to hear your words. We want to see you, hear you, feel you, and hold your space and celebrate you. So let's do it. Okay. Have a beautiful day.